good evening, good evening, Baltimore and the surrounding areas. Welcome to Man in the Mirror. I'm your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and and with our long with our co-host tonight, Michelle Johnson. Welcome back to the show, Michelle. Thank you, thank you, sir. Excellent, Glad excellent. To and tonight, good. Tonight we have a special show because um, I heard an episode of Tony Evans this week while driving home from class, and he actually mentioned something, and I mentioned something about the episode when Peter walked on the water, when Jesus walked on the water, and Peter walked on the water, and he mentioned a few things that actually piqued my interest, and I did some research and was actually pondering upon that. And I decided we can actually talk about that tonight as well. So, you know, as always, before we get started, we'll open in prayer. Dear Christian County Father, we bow down as humble servants, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for allowing down last night, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for waking us up to a new morning, Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us truly rejoice in it and be glad in it, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for life lessons, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this journey upon this world, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your word, which is truth, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for this season in our life, Lord, where we are trusting in you, Lord. Continue to bless all the listeners of Man in the Mirror, Lord. Continue to bless all those who, you know, participate in Man in the Mirror, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for the word, for the message that's going to go out tonight, for all those who are going to call in for all those who want to listen in the future, Lord. Help us, Lord, know that if we seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness, all these things shall be added unto us. And we will, never, we will always give you all praise, honor, and glory. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. And if you call in at 917-889-2271, or you can log in at www blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash in the mirror. Press the number one on your phone and you will be and you will be um, placed in our queue. I do apologize. I have one of those moments. You'll be placed into the queue. But before we go on, I'm actually going to read Tonight's episode, so we can actually see, you know, what are we going to be talking about tonight? What are we going to be talking about tonight? I'm just trying to get everything together, and I will be reading that tonight. Trying to get everything together. All right. So, tonight's show. Tonight, we're borrowing from Dr. Tony Evans, as I said. When I heard him talking about Peter walking on the water, which we're going to read tonight, Matthew 14, 22-33, when I heard how he explained it, it truly opened my eyes. Have you ever been to a bad storm, snow, rain, or life? I know we all have been through storms, but guess what? There was a storm going on when Jesus walked on the water. Let it also be known that the waters were rough, too. Peter saw Jesus walking on the water. He said, call me out, Lord. Tell me to come to you on the water. He did, and Peter came out of the boat, and the 
And he, too, was walking on the water as long as he kept his eyes on Jesus. As soon as he looked down and all and, and in disbelief, he started to sink and cried, Lord, save me. And Jesus did just that. So in all, he's like, whoa, should I be walking on the water? And let me just read, actually, so we have to have everything by Scripture so we know what the Scripture says. Matthew 14, verses 22 to 33. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him on the other side. While he dismissed the crowd. After he had dismissed them, he went unto the mountain by himself to pray. Later that night, he was there alone. And the boat was already a considerable distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went, on, Jesus went out to them, walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on it, walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it is you, replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Jesus got down out of the boat and walked on the water and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down. And those who were in the boat, then those who were in the boat, boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. Now, you know, I'll make a side note before we go on. Um, my pastor, Pastor Erica Stanley, who just as sweet as could be, she actually blessed me with, the, you know, the NIV Live, which is the Bible, you know, on CD. A lot of people speaking, you know, cash from, all, you know, cash from all, great people and cash from all over the world were actually telling the Bible. So before the show, I actually listened to it, and this is just awesome to hear the word live and how it would actually sound is as if you were there. I'm going to put a few clips, you know, on later on, but it, it is as if you were there, you know, listening in front of Jesus and just listening. And um, Michelle, I had to really say the title of today's show show is Walking on Your Storm. And, you know, I like that title because we're all going through something in our lives. The storms are there. The storms are left. The storms are right. Right. We've had windstorms. We have rainstorms. We have snowstorms. But this type of storm is the one that you, that Peter was walking on. Because if we realize how many of us have ever said, you know, we're going through and Jesus told us to do something, and we go, do it, do, do it. But the moment that we decide to look around and see what's going on, 
and look at the reality of what's going on, that's when we that's when we have taken our eyes off Jesus. And uh, when you read this scripture, you have to dissect it and really understand what's going on. The first thing that Jesus is, he said immediately he made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of them to the other side while he dismissed the crowd. So he was just preaching. He was just talking to him. So it was time for him to retreat and renew and regenerate his energy, you know, his inner being. You know, he was the son of God, so he needed to be renewed. And what did he do to renew? He said, y'all go ahead and get in the boat, and I'll join y'all later. After he had dismissed them, he went up to the mountainside by himself to pray. And Jesus did that a lot because he had to have that communication between him and God, his father. This is an important part of what's going on. He had to have that communication, you know, between him and God. So he let them go, and he, you know, he's around these 12 all the time. So he let them go, you know, and went and prayed and and prayed for a while. Because Jesus not, you know, some of us do a five-second prayer. Some of us may do a five-minute prayer. But Jesus went up and prayed. Later that night, he was there alone. So, again, he had to have his alone time. That was important to him, you know, his alone time with God, where he can actually communicate to his father. It's almost like a a regular father and son just having their time together, just bonding. And uh, after a long day, Jesus needed to go and talk to his father, you know, and pray. And the boat, and if we look at verse 24, it says, and the boat was already a considerable distance from the land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. At that moment, that is when the storm came. You know, that is when the storm came and the waves, and any of us ever been on a boat or, you know, you know, people that like to take cruises, you know, it's not always smooth sailing sometimes. Sometimes those waters are rough. And, um, you know, many, you know, so the boats were, you know, being buffeted against um, by the waves because the wind was against it. So the storm came. And many of our storms are bills. Many of our storms are kids going crazy. Many of our storms are... Uh, family, you know, whatever your storm is, is being buffeted against you. It's something that you're going through that it's just like, it's just tossing you back and forth, just like the waves on the sea. So that those boat, you know, when you're in a boat and it's not a big boat and the waves are higher than you are, those waves are pushing you left and right, up and down, back and forward, and you're just going crazy and you feel like, and that's how life can be. And that is truly how life can be. Any questions, Michelle? No questions. I was when you were talking, I was just thinking about um Second Corinthians five and um verse seven, which is for we walk by faith, not by sight. So I was thinking about that while you were talking, because that's really what what that whole situation was boiling down to because 
if we, which you mentioned earlier, if we look around and get, and, and I've heard two different um, viewpoints on these, so I, um, I'm i not sure which way Tony Evans went with it, but the two viewpoints I, I heard was, is you know, that I've heard before is about it being a faith issue, and because Peter allowed his faith to waver because of what he saw, you know, hence the, the scripture here, well, by faith, not by sight, but because he got um, fearful over what he saw and wavered in his faith, that's what caused him to start thinking. And then uh, another point of view is talking about the distractions, you know, that come so that we do lose focus because he was supposed to be focused on Jesus and he was walking, you know, toward him. And then he took his focus off of Jesus and we see what happened. So I don't care about, you know, what, what, Either one of these that you feel you you that this scripture is really you know uh, putting forth which one of these ideas I think is both of them and I think it that encompasses that whole situation that that Peter was going that's one of the most popular uh, you know stories in the Bible that people tell all the time but I think it has a lot to do with our faith and our focus. So we have to remain faithful, and we have to remain focused, and we have to remain convinced that despite what we see, that the Lord has got this whole thing under control. I mean, to walk on on water like that, you know, yes, that would be a scary thing because especially for somebody like me, I can't swim. So... If I start thinking, it's, it's an issue and a problem because <laughs> I can't flow. So, yeah, that would be, that would be. I mean, for somebody telling me to get out on an ocean, or, you know, start walking or get out on a body of water and just start walking like that, I would be in trouble, you know, unless I was really going by faith and not by sight. Amen. You're a little ahead of me, but that's okay. That's okay. We're, we're, we're going in the right direction. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Okay, that's okay. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. Okay, so shortly before dawn. So let's look at the time span here. That night, he was there alone praying. Uh, so Jesus had to be praying for a long time because dawn is when, you know, everything is about to, you know, the sun is about to come up. But before, shortly before dawn, Jesus was walking on the lake. So that's that praying power. You know, he was able to perform miracles. He kept going, being recharged, and be regenerated. And that's that praying power that he had. So it was almost, okay, I'm ready for the next day. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. What is fear? False evidence appearing real. So they thought it was a ghost. They forgot all of a sudden you've been with this man for all this time in your life, and you're going to say you don't know who he is or what he can do. Okay. 
So, but when Jesus immediately said to them, take courage, in other words, he was, you know, he was telling them, it's okay. It is I. He was comforting them. Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. So here we come to what Michelle was talking about and what we're talking about tonight. So now let's look. When you are in a storm on the sea, let's see what happens. What's the description of a storm on the sea? So here is a a storm on the sea. When you are on a storm on the sea, you got the winds are blowing. You got the rain coming down. When the wind is blowing, is when the wind is blowing, you have they said the waves you know, this this boat was being buffered. That means those waves are going left and right, up and down. You know, if you haven't been in a bad rainstorm outside and your umbrella just didn't work and you're trying to Manip- manipulate this umbrella Hold on Because you don't want to get wet You're already soaked I know I've been in soaked storms before You know back in Philadelphia When I used to catch the bus And didn't have a car And decided to rain Yes I got soaked Bad wind storm You know when the wind is no bad Crazy combination Than the wind and the rain But now we're going to put the rain The wind And the the waters are just going crazy at this time. Doing all that, the boat is the boat is going up and down. While that boat is going up and down, they see a ghost. Say, and they see Jesus. Now Jesus is walking on the water. Jesus is walking on the water. I'll say it again. Jesus is walking on the water, and he's saying to them. You know, and they were scared, and they were scared. And Jesus said, do not fear. Let me have a look. Here's one I found on the web where they see a ghost state, and act Jesus is walking on the... Nothing like your phone listening to you while you're working. But anyway, I apologize for that. But <laughs> he said... have an Alexa. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway... This thing is listening to me. I put it on silent. That technology is crazy. It's kind of scary sometimes, but it's listening to me. Didn't even call it. It just starts talking. But I'm, and my description is that I, he wanted to get on it too, but that's okay. But he said, take courage, because Jesus is going through this storm. This storm is like the worst thing that ever, that ever can happen to you while you're going through. Anything in life that you describe, Jesus, people, you know, and I love how Dr. Tony Evans, he made me think. He said, Jesus came walking on all of that, walking through it, walking all on all of that. He came walking to them from the shore. He could have waited the boat came in and would have made it in, but he came walking on that storm. He came walking on that storm. So then Peter seen him after he said that. He said, take courage. What do you want? Shut up. 
He said, take courage. No, he said, Peter said, Lord, if it is you, tell me to come out on the water. That's a brave move now. I'm like, I'm not going out. I'll be honest. I'll be like, I'm not going out on that water. Because if this, this is boat is going back and forth and jumping up and down. But Peter said, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come out on the water. And Jesus, as he always humbly said, he said, come. Now, mind you, the water, the winds are blowing. The boat is going up and down. The rain is going tossed and forth. Nothing like I said, nothing like wind and rain. But he came out. Then Peter got down out of the boat. He got out and started walking on the water and came toward Jesus. Now, that water was his storm. That water was rough. That water was that life-changing situation. That water was whatever is going on in your life, whatever is going on in your life, that is the water. But at that one moment in time, Peter was walking on his storm, through his storm, through the storm that was going on right there. He was walking through it. He said he was a man. He was just going. He was strutting. He was going on in that storm, walking on that storm. But then something happened. But when he saw the wind, he's seen things changing in his life. He's seen Jesus doing what he normally does. He saves us. He has mercy. He has grace. He's seen the reality of what was going on in his life. He saw it. He actually seen miracles happening. And the next thing it says, but when he saw the wind, he was afraid. And he began to sink. Because at the time that he got out of the boat, he had his eyes on Jesus. And at that one moment when we have our eyes on Jesus, he told in Joshua, which is one of my favorite books to read, in Joshua, and I'm going to read it tonight, in Joshua, verse chapter 1, there's the scriptures. It says, Joshua 1, 8, keep the book of the laws always on your lips. Meditate it on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in, written in it. Then you will be prosperous and successful. No, that's not the verse. Let me see. Let me see what I'm looking for. Be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey the law that my servant Moses gave to you. That's in verse 7. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, or you may be successful wherever you go. Whenever we do, God told us to keep our eyes, keep our minds stayed on him. As I read that, be strong and courageous. Be careful to obey all the law my servant Moses gave to you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left, and you may be successful wherever you go. So he's saying, whatever you do, do not turn from it. Keep your eyes on the law. We have a habit in life of turning to the left. What they doing over there? Turning to the right. What they doing over there? 
Am I the only one going through this? Am I the only one doing what the, you know what the word says? And at that moment, like Michelle um, said earlier, at that one moment, he took his eyes. You know, he was at the all. Oh, look, whoa! I'm walking on water. In his mind, I can't be walking on. I can't walk on water. Why am I walking on water? You know, he first he had his eyes on Jesus, but as soon as he looked down at what was around him, the reality. The word says, with God, all things are possible. With God, all things are possible. He turns the impossible to the possible. But Peter looked down, looked at what was going around, and he began to sink because he took his eyes off of Jesus. And as soon as when he saw the wind, he was afraid and began to sink. He cried out, Lord, save me. Hmm. He said, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out. Now, look, he's like, oh, my God, I'm walking on water. I don't know what this is going around me. This shouldn't be happening to me. You know, the, you know, the bills are being paid. Things are being kept up. God, you know, things are just happening. I don't believe this is happening. But it happened. Stop right there for a minute. Michelle, I want you to go back to that scripture you said. Second Corinthians. Second Corinthians yes. five, um two sorry, second Corinthians five and seven. What do you want me to do? Read it? Yes, please. For we walk by faith, not by sight. All right. So we have to walk by faith. We have to activate our faith because when you look at what's going on around you, when you really look at what's going on around you, you're going like, oh, my God, I don't believe it. You know, you're not going to believe anything that's going on. You know, I've been in situations, we've all been in situations where it's like, okay, you know, how far or do we have to go before something happens? You know, or that old saying, something's got to give because we're waiting for something to happen. But Peter forgot about his faith in Christ, and he was looking through that glass that, you know, he was walking, looking through the sight of what's going on around and we can't do that. We can't let our fear choke out our faith. Because if you have faith, you can't let that old anagram I said, false evidence appearing real, choke out our faith. We can, and many of us do that. Many of us have let that fear choke out our faith. If we're going to have faith in God, we have to know he's going to be there. We may, in Psalm 37, it says, I may stumble but I won't, he won't let me fall. I may fall, but I may slip, but I won't fall because he's going to uphold me. So, you know, we Amen. cannot say, okay, you know, we can't get to the point where we just take our eyes completely off of him and then we just go crazy because we know that he's there. Okay, we are near our halfway mark. You're listening live with 
as a uh, man in the mirror, Hezekiah L. Montgomery, your host and co-host Michelle Johnson. We are talking about walking on your storms. We're going to uh, have a few words from our supporters, listen to some good music, and we will be back. Um, you can call in at 917-889-2271 or log in at www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash man dash and the mirror and listen on. It will be available on demand after the show is done. And, you know, you know, pass it on to other people about it and, you know, tell us what you think about man in the mirror. Uh, a few notes from our supporters. Music Instructions for Our Learners, Inc. For the music knows no age. If you're interested in music instruction, such as piano lessons or instrumental lessons, please contact us at 443-574-5491 to set an appointment to talk to our instructors. And please visit us on our new and improved website at www.mefileinc.org. Thank you. Another sponsor is Curvy Boss. Curvy Boss Project was created to empower, inspire, motivate, and change the lives of full-figured women. Curvy chicks are boss chicks, too, not to mention beautiful, intelligent, and talented. Please check them out on Facebook at Curvy Boss Project. And... Please listen to this song more, more, more. Oh, dry as an empty vein. 
We are back live. You're listening to Man in the Mirror with your host, Hezekiah Montgomery, and co-host, Michelle Johnson. Our show tonight is Walking on Your Storm. I'll say that again, Walking on Your Storm. Where we read the scripture that was for tonight was Matthew fourteen twenty-two to 33, where it talks about Jesus walking on the water. And when Peter came out, and you know, he started, he asked, hey, call me. I want to be in on it. So he got in on it, but all of a sudden, he couldn't believe it. And he took his eyes off of Jesus. And um, Michelle, you know, helped us out. She said, we walk by faith, not by sight. And she's going to put that scripture in our um, event page because that's important. We walk by faith, not by sight. What happened is when Peter looked down or took his eyes off of Jesus, he was in awe. So he's like, oh, am I really doing this? This isn't real. Men do not walk on water. It is impossible. And we have the God that's the God of the impossible. So with man, with God, all things are possible. So we have to realize that scripture, you know, says with God, all things are possible. And I want to make sure you have that scripture verse for that because it says Jesus looked at them and said, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. And that is 1926. Again, Jesus said to looked at them and said, "With man, this is impossible, but with God, all things are possible." said himself, "Oh Lord, I'm walking on water." But how is that? That's when that fear set in. His fear choked out his faith. Fear is false evidence appearing real. We go through situations every day in our life, and when fear sets in, it literally chokes out our faith. Because the things that we know are possible for God, you know, we, you know, it's impossible for man or it's impossible for us because we can't fix it. There's some things in our life that only God can fix through prayer and fasting. And then if he, Peter, looked at it and said, Lord, he began to sink. He took his eyes off for Jesus. He said, Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus reached down his hands. He ain't wait. How many of us ever call our friends? Well, could you help me? How many, Michelle, how many times we call people like, could you help me? Oh, I need help. Oh, I'm I'm going through something right now. Could you could you call me back? You're ringing the phone. You're talking to people. You're trying to you you're going through every every person in your contact. Could they call you? Back? But as soon as he said, "Lord, save me," immediately Jesus reached out his hand. And court him. Now let's go back to again, because this is this is nothing old. This is scripture, because I mentioned to you before, Psalms thirty-seven, twenty-four. Though he may stumble, he will not fall, for the Lord upholds him with his hand. So yeah, he fell, but the Lord he he went down. As soon as he said, Lord, save me, immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You, and this is what he said, you of the 
said, why did you doubt? He asked that question. Many of us, do any of you out there doubt when you're going through that Jesus can fix it? Have you ever gone through something and find out you don't even know if Jesus can work this out? You don't even know how you're going to get through it. But, you know, if we decide to remember that with God all things are possible, he should trust in the Lord with all thy might. Lean not to thy own understanding, and all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. And he said, again, you have little faith. Again, why did you doubt? And when they climbed back into the boat after all this, the wind died. So Jesus was in control of the whole thing. Sometimes Jesus allowed things to happen. <laughs> Excuse me. He will allow things to happen for us to actually, you know, try to get ourselves together. When are we going to get this together? What are you going to you let just, you know, sometimes we'll our children go through. No, we can help them. But we want them to go through it so we can, so they can actually decide, okay, we, I need help. Okay. As parents, we're going to be there to help them. But when he climbed back into the boat, the wind died down. Everything just stopped. While he was on the outside of the boat, while he was on the outside of the boat, but, you know, while he was on the outside of the boat, nothing was, everything was going crazy. But as soon as he got in, the storm died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly, you are the son of God. My question is, Michelle, okay, if they were with him all this time, they hadn't figured out that he was the son of God, so it took took them that long to figure that out. But uh, any questions or comments, Michelle? Amen. I was just going to um, read Matthew 17 and 20, and that that's um, a popular little bit of scripture as well, but um, so, so Jesus said to them, because of your unbelief, for assuredly, I say to you, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here to there, and it will move, and nothing will be impossible for you. So I wanted to bring that scripture out. We are discussing hey. faith. And we're talking about, you know, having this faith to be able to look past what we see, what's in the natural, and look in that spiritual realm. But, you know, this is this is definitely a spiritual scripture. You get where well, all the scripture is spiritual. But what I'm saying is this is talking about us looking through the spirit because, not that God can't move a mountain because he parted the Red Sea. He's done some things physically, and he can do that if he wishes. But he's saying to us in the spirit, any great obstacle that, you know, comes to us, if we have faith in him about that thing, then we can move that thing out of our way. And that can be anything, any huge obstacle. It could be job. It could be obstacles occurring in your family, your relationship with Christ, anything that is an obstacle or that is blocking us. We can pray about it, and God will move that thing 
and the spirit or through the spirit, that thing can be moved right out of our way if if we have that faith. We need to have that kind of faith, that mustard seed faith, that walking on water faith. We need to have that kind of crazy faith in God in order to be able to really activate it. Because I heard you talking about uh, that earlier, how we have to activate our faith. And we activate our faith by literally believing in those things even though we in things, even though we may not see them, and when God sees your faith in that area, He will bless you even more. Um, you know, He's just that's just what He does. That's just who He is. And so we need to have that kind of faith, that crazy kind of faith, in Him, in order to be able to activate those the, those kind of blessings for us. Amen, amen, amen. And I like that. You know, we we have to activate that faith that we have. We have to learn to trust him, regardless of what it looks like. We're people that look, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to make it. You know, we that we are that type, we are those type of people. We call around, oh, you got this, you got that, you know, every, you know, and Jesus said, trust him. He said, ye of little faith. And the Bible does talk about when they said, you said, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Yeah, we're going to have that. We're human. He knows we're human. And he just wants us to talk. But I want to get back to the beginning. You know, the Lord um, made that stick out to me. He said in verse 23, after he had dismissed all the people, he went to the mountaintop by himself to pray. Later that night, he was alone. So, now, everything is done by prayer and supplication. We have to learn that whatever we're going through, don't be emotional. We are such emotional beings. Don't be, you know, when things happen, you just want to jump. You can't do that. You know, when things happen, you know, don't stop, rock, and roll. When things happen, you have to pray. You have to meditate. Don't be reactional. That's what I want to say. Many of us are reactional when things happen. We react at that moment. Jesus was not that type of person. He was not a reactional person. I remember, you know, when Martha, when you know, when they said Lazarus died, you know, he was sick. They, you know, they wanted him to go see Lazarus, but still tarried. He still took his time. He didn't react. Oh, oh, I need to go see Lazarus right now. No. He tarried. He stayed where he was. A couple more days. Because he knew what was going on. And then, just a paraphrased version, when he got to Lazarus, they said, well, it's no good now. He died. But no, he just sleep. And he like, no, he just sleep. And what what was the first thing he did? He prayed in advance. And after he prayed, he didn't do anything without praying. These are things we have to, we ourselves have to get used to. He didn't do anything without praying. He prayed to the Father, to Lazarus, 
come out. Now, from listening to other people, he had to call Lazarus by name. He couldn't just say come out because all the other people that was in that same, you know, burial ground probably would have come out. So Jesus calls us by name. He said, Lazarus, come out. So at that moment when Peter, you know, Peter was thinking, he said, Lord, help me. Peter helped him. So in the show, that just goes to show us we can walk on those storms. We can walk on those storms regardless of what it looks like, what it sounds like. It's a storm. And if Peter can walk on water, I know I can walk on water too. I can walk on that storm. Because, again, like I said earlier, and Dr. Tony Evans actually put this out, you got to remember he was walking on those waves that were buffeting the boat. So he was walking on those waves without no, no problem. He was walking on those water. He was doing it. He was doing that Jesus thing at that time. But soon, as he's, oh, I'm walking on water. I can't walk on water. How can I walk on water? We start questioning God in our mind. This can't be. What are you talking about? Any questions or comments, Michelle? We're winding down to our last nine minutes, if I'm correct, last few minutes of the show. Amen. Uh, you know, I just wanted to say I, I do really love this topic because talking about faith, you know, people, sometimes they just think it's like a churchy word or, it's, you know, they take it on the on the natural meaning, you know. And I've heard people saying, well, I have faith in myself. But, you know, we really need to practice having that, like I was saying, that kind of crazy faith in God because, that is what can accomplish things. You know, we do we do the things that are possible, and he takes care of the impossible. So in that scripture that I read earlier when it said, and nothing will be impossible for you, that's the reason why I'm saying that, because you can put your efforts to it, but if you have, you know, given given that over to God and have faith that he will move on it, then he can move and even the impossible can be done and can happen. So I think that is just a precious and beautiful gift that he's given us to be able to exercise our faith and cause impossible things. So we have to remember that we have that kind of gift, that God has given us that kind of gift, and activating our faith is what can bring that forth. And also, um, you were saying earlier about how he, you know, reached out his hand and asked for help. And I just think his lessons all in in that story, because I was talking about how that's like one of the most popular stories um, in the Bible. But there's so many lessons in that story because, you know, when he reached out his hand and asked for help, Jesus immediately helped him. And so, you know, I've always felt like that that was an additional lesson to us that uh, even if we waver on our faith, even if we fall, even if we mess up, even if we, you know, don't have as much faith as we thought we had and we realize we need help, 
we can we can just call on on God. We can call on Him, and He will help us. He will help us. And and story He did it immediately. And and those of us who who know God, you know, I'm sure they can attest to. One, yes, you can call on God. Two, might not always be as quick as what you would like. People have said that all the time, that it's not, you know, not maybe didn't happen as quick as I would like, but it's not in our time, it's in God's time. And also, you know, he is going to work it out in a way that's for our good. So even if he doesn't work it out today, you can have faith that he will work it out and that he will take care of the situation and that he is faithful and just to do those things for us. And so those are just things that I wanted to remind our listening audience of because we really need to have that kind of faith in in him. And then we need to know that if we should happen to mess up, that we can still come back and ask God for help and be able to receive the help from him and to be able to do the do the things that are impossible God can make it for us. Amen, amen, amen. Did we lose you, brother? Amen, amen, amen. I'm sorry. Amen, amen, amen. And you're you're right because uh-huh. God again will make it always possible because you know we're going through in life we're going to go through those storms are going to be with us everyday storms on the job storms in the house storms out in the community um, you know wherever you go there's going to be a storm you may get a reprieve. Like it's hot one day in Baltimore, you get a reprieve from the cold. Next thing you know, it's freezing again. Then it's hot again. You know, so, but that's life. But if we put our trust, he said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Lena, we try to understand. Sometimes we're not going to be able to understand everything. I'll just put it, be honest with that. You're not going to be able to understand everything. You may try your hardest to do everything right, and the devil is still busy. Because he is, he's seeking to devour us. He's out there to make our life miserable. You know, he may leave us alone for a second because people that you never pay attention to what um, the scripture says when Jesus was praying out in the wilderness four days and forty nights, fasting and praying, and at the end of it, you know, the devil tempted him three times, and after he couldn't you know, couldn't break Jesus, he left him for a moment. That moment was just, again, a moment. He was going to come back. He just, he lost the battle, but he didn't lose the war. So the war, and he thought he won the war when Christ was on the cross. But that was just another battle, you know, that, you know, at that moment, and Christ rose on the third day. So don't think that when we win or when we go through life, when we, you know, we, you know, that, that the devil's going to leave us alone. No, he's not. He's not going to leave us alone. He's going to. He's seeking, you know, to devour all of us. He's seeking to mess us up. He's seeking, 
seeking to mess our life up. He's seeking, he's looking for our children. He's looking for our grandchildren. He's looking for the husbands. He's looking for the wives. He's looking for all that he can. He knows he's going down, but he wants to take all those uh, all those down with him. And as we, this was a good show. I thank you for your comments, Michelle. You know, this was a good show. I'd like to all thank all of you who have been listening, all of you who are passing shows around, all of you who are just part of the Man in the Mirror family. Um, if you have any more questions, you can put this, you know, questions or comments, you can put them in the event page tonight. Um, but, again, this was a good show. And, again, walking on your storm. What are you going to do now? You know, that you know how to walk when you're storm. You know when a storm is coming. The question is going to be, what are you going to do when the storm comes? Are you going to be like Peter and just go out, go through it for a second, and then look around you like, okay, this can't be happening? Are you going to be that 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 one that says, you know what, I'm going to, regard, I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. I'm not going to look to the left. I'm not going to look to the right. I don't care what it looks like. I'm going to keep my eyes on Jesus. What are you going to do while you're walking on and through your storm? And with that said, there's no more to say because we've actually covered everything. And, again, if you have any questions or comments, put everything in our event page. And as always, we'll see you at the mirror.